Hey gang, this is Contessa Aiken with the Bold Survivor Collective, and in this episode, we talk about how to worry on purpose. Look, you're going to do it anyways. Might as well have a plan for it so it doesn't bog you down in your everyday life. That's right. We take a stand. We do things differently here. We pee into the wind. We're bold enough to do so. Hey gang. I'm Contessa Aiken. I'm your rebel coach, and I'm here today to talk to you about worry. I love it when clients bring to me all their worries, doubts, and fears. A lot of times we worry about, you know, things not fitting, our clothes not fitting properly, or what we look like to other people, or how we are as a parent, the impact that we're making on the world, worrying about uh, work, checking the email, Facebook, like we've, we have a lot of things on our mind. And sometimes, um, just like on my computer right now, if you look at it, there's like, 20 tabs that are open. That's the same thing that's happening in our brain. There's like a whole bunch of tabs that are open at work, parenting, uh, dinner, you know, friendships, parenting, all that stuff. And we worry about a whole bunch of stuff. And so today I'm going to give you one fun tool to help you worry. Yes, I'm going to help you worry. (laughs) I told you I was a rebel, right? (laughs) Okay. So we are going to worry on purpose. We're going to do this on purpose. See, the great thing about your brain is that if you start to do this on purpose, then you can set your worries aside and handle them at an appropriate time instead of every single day, every single moment, all the time, always having all the stuff, all the conversations happening in the brain, and you're not able to really rest. And one of the things that always comes up for my clients is a period of rest. And I don't mean just this physical rest where we go and take a nap. I mean the rest from the conversation, the worry, all the stuff that is happening up here. And this fun, simple tool is the way to do that. Worry on purpose. (laughs) It's a true story. Now there's a bit of a structure that comes along with worrying on purpose, right? We don't just Okay, I'm going to worry on purpose. Um, The first step is to schedule a time. Give yourself at least 10 minutes, set a timer, same time every day. For example, for me, about 4.30 during the day in the afternoon is that time between when I've taken care of everything the kids need to be taken care of, the husband has come home from work, he's settled, and it's not quite yet time to start dinner, right? So 4.30 is the perfect time for me, and I give myself 10 minutes, so I'm asking yourself, set a timer for 10 minutes. If you go over, not that big of a deal, but we want a minimum of at least 10 minutes. I'll tell you why here in a second. What happens in this 10 minutes is you're going to just take a notebook and a paper and just start to worry, just write down all your worries. And this is really personalized. Sometimes lists work, sometimes just being able to write it out more like a paragraph form works. Whatever works for you is honor that. Please honor that, but write out all your worries. So what happens in this 10 minutes when you set a minimum, right? What you'll realize is sometimes the worries start to repeat themselves. So keep writing for these 10 minutes and you don't want to stop just complete brain dump. And oftentimes you'll find that the worries start to repeat themselves or you'll find patterns between work and home life or kids and husband, right? You'll find the patterns. 
What's important though, is if you go over, not a big deal, but give yourself at least 10 minutes. You'll be able to start to see these patterns. What you want to do next is next to each worry, you will want to ask yourself a question. Is this an actionable item or is this just something that is occupying my mind? For example, um, word that I, uh, didn't respond to a particular email. Is that an actionable item? Yes, because I can physically go and see, did I respond to the email? Um, something that's not actionable, right? I'm worried that, um, the homeless guy on the corner may not have enough water or he's sad or, um, he's not being taken care of, or he's not taking care of himself. Is that an actionable item? Maybe, maybe not, right? You can go to the corner and see if he's there, but that's not really going to cure your worry because that is a much bigger issue and that has to do with responsibility. And that's a whole nother conversation, right? When it comes to you taking responsibility for other people, that's not an actionable item. There's really only one person you can be responsible for, and that is you. And yes, I'm even talking to you moms. You're responsible for the well-being and the health and feeding your kids and things like that. But the choices that they make, they get to make choices, right? Just like we get to make choices. And there's consequences for the choices that they make, whether they're good or bad. And you're not responsible for that. Just like you're not responsible for the guy standing on the corner. So that's not really an actionable item. That was kind of a big one, right? <laughs> so what you'll want to do is go down each item or whatever, however you wrote that and determine, is it actionable or not? If you wrote a list, right, this is easy to just put yes or no next to it or actionable or not actionable next to it. If you wrote it out in paragraph form, maybe you circle or highlight the ones that are actionable. And then the next step to this is to then write out the next smallest step. I don't mean, um, so I, I'm worried that I didn't respond to that email. I don't mean the next smallest step is to go check my emails, organize the email folders, go check and see if I responded to the email, apologize for if I didn't, right? The next smallest action is just checking to see if you sent the email. It's the next smallest one. You don't have to take 500 after that, right? Just the next smallest one. So next to each actionable item, write down the next smallest action that you can take. And then here's where the magic comes in. Schedule the actions. You don't have to take all the actions immediately in that second, that moment, schedule them out. This frees up your brain to be able to say, okay, I know that that's going to be taken care of and it's already done. So you don't have to worry about it anymore. You've scheduled it. It's done. It's taken care of. And then of course, on the back end of that is the magical F word, follow through, do what you said you're going to do and building trust for yourself. It all ties in together, right? So schedule a time to worry on purpose. When you get in the habit of this, what you'll find is you are free through the day. You know that you're going to have a time to sit down to take care of all the worries that are coming up for you and that you have a plan to then take care of those worries. So your rebellious, daring, bold action step today is to set a time, schedule a time that works for you to worry on purpose today. And then don't worry about it until that time comes. 
Thank you for listening to this episode on the Bold Survivor Collective. I'm Contessa Aiken. If you want more, subscribe to this podcast. And of course, join us over on the private Facebook group, The Bold Survivor Collective, where we keep the conversation going and keep on surviving and thriving. Bye.